Wednesday, everybody. Hey, Hi, how are you? We've got, got Deweese and we got some imposter on here. It looks like Karen. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Karen. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we have a special guest tonight, and her name is Bonnie. Thanks for joining us, Bonnie. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So, Deweese, you're down in Mississippi. What's the weather like down by you? Hot as Hades. Really? <laughs> Very hot and humid. Okay. And Karen, where are you? And you're in South Carolina? Yep, and it's in the 90s. Low 90s, <laughs> but 90s. And Bonnie, you're south of San Francisco, right? Yeah, so it's quite chilly and 58 degrees. <laughs> I'm not the lowest one this time. I think what we got maybe 70. Okay, it's not bad. But yes, it's finally warming up. It's greening up. And yesterday was a, a day of pollen and sneezing and everything else. So yeah, we came back from bad apples to the little floating pollen through the air. So anyway, um, so Bonnie, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and like where you're from, a little bit of your history. All right. Well, uh, I grew up in Indiana, went to college in Illinois, and then I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii. And I thought, oh, this will be fun, you know, stay for a little while. My first day on the island, I looked up in the sky. I was driving past Kahana uh, State Beach Park, and I saw Alex Colby flying in yellow and white cobra paraglider which i didn't know what it was and i go what the hell is that i want to do that and uh, a week maybe i think it was a week later i was uh, i actually hitchhiked to a beach i just wanted to go to a beach i didn't have a vehicle yet so i jumped in the car with my friend and uh, we went to this beach park again and they were all landing their paragliders there i was like hey what is this called and how can i learn how to do it and how can i teach it. I was like, I'm really interested. I want to, I want to do it. They're like, oh, we're having our quarterly meeting tonight. You should come to this big party and um, then we'll take you on a tandem. Then you can start your lessons. I was like, okay, I'm in. And so that's how I got started. And that was in 2009. And uh, I've been addicted ever since. So. Okay. So in the intro, I have something in there looking at a magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. And it was dated 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah, 2012. So in 2012, we got um, Yushpa chapter of the year, the Hawaii Paragliding Association. And just I just happened to live there at the time. So I was included in that. But they liked that picture and um, uh, threw that in there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. So I guess I, I won't steal the questions. Somebody else ask. Well, I was just wondering, where did, so where did you learn to fly? In Hawaii. In Hawaii. And then actually, so that's where I did my first tandems. And then I was doing kiting and lessons. And then I actually went uh, with a group of uh, the Hawaii pilots to Woodrat Mountain in Rouge, Oregon. And that's where I got my first solo flight which was pretty crazy because I just launched off a 2200 foot mountain and uh, uh, yeah so but most all my training was in Hawaii. All right Karen you want to ask the next one? Yeah so a little birdie told me you like to explore the skies in many different ways tell us about that. Yeah so um, paragliding led me to I guess the next step was 
speed fly, speed flying, um, um, actually started with mini wings and getting smaller wings because a lot of times it would be windy for me to fly with a full size paraglider. So I was slowly started to downsize and then I got a little smaller and a little smaller and a little faster, a little faster, and then started going, exploring different places. Like I like to travel to Saboba flight park a lot. So I like to speed fly there. And uh, I probably think speed flying is my favorite because I like to go fast and I like um, the simplicity of it. All I need is a very minimal harness, a helmet and a very small glider strap it all on, fly down the mountain super, as fast as I can. So And a seatbelt over your heart so it doesn't come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Actually, so, my harness doesn't even have shoulder straps, so it's like really minimal. Um, wow. But my favorite, it's going to sound dumb, but my favorite thing about flying is landing. I love di finding different ways of landing, landing fast and swooping in and that I really enjoy that. So my question is, how do you train that, and how do you get used to that? And <laughs> yeah, um, Saboba is a great place because it has um, a quick ride up, and then an 800 foot steep launch, and a really big LZ. So um, really good for me to crash. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's key because then you can launch land, launch land because you have the quick ride up and then you can keep practicing, keep practicing. Okay. So, I mean, that's, I think, um, the quick turnaround and just being able to um, practice as, as many times as you can, you can slowly get better and better, you know? Okay. So who so, else do you know? Hang on. So who else do you know? Um, in that sport? Oh, um, so Priscilla was a guest on your show. So I met her at Saboba Flight Park. Okay. But it, man, you meet so many people there because it's such a fun place to go. And we don't have a lot of speed flying here in California. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool to meet her there and um, watch her progress as well, so. And uh, paragliding, you also know Millie? Um, I do. Letting yeah. Pixie. Hi, Millie. <laughs> I think she should be on, hopefully. Um, yeah. So well, I met Millie here at Muscle Rock. Um, when she came to visit, um, like, at, at my local flying spot. Okay. I meant to ask you beforehand, do you know or have you met Sin Curry at all? I do know Sin, yeah. So I'm, I'm, we chatted a little bit earlier, but... Um, uh, one of my favorite places to go is um, Monterey Bay, the sand dunes at Sand City. And so I go down and, and see her quite often. Mm, okay. All right. Sorry, Louise. Um, you, um, you've hang glided? I'm learning to hang glide now. I have, I think, about 40 flights, um, not counting the little trainer hill flights. Um, but, yeah, it's been a, a process. And, uh, again, I like learning how to land that thing. So that's been really fun for me, but it's, it's tricky. It's heavy. It's a lot of work, but um, it's not practical. That's why it took me so long to get here. Um, I've been paragliding since 2009 and just now transitioned to hang gliding. Really. I mean, I did a couple of tandems. I did a tan couple of tandems in Hawaii while I was there and I loved it. It was fun, but I always thought it's not really practical because it's so heavy. It takes 30 minutes to set up 30 minutes to break down when, 
speed flying and paragliding, I can just throw a wing on my back, run out to launch, fly within five, literally five minutes of parking my car. So. And paragliding, you've tried paragliding as well? Yeah, I mostly paraglide. How about skydiving? Skydiving, I, I did uh, some training. I did five tandems and then I went to, I, my buddy did an AFF course with me and I really had fun doing that. But for some reason, probably the practicality of it, I never pursued it. So I'm stuck at 13 jumps. So, um, but I really enjoy, I really enjoyed it. It's just um, a far drive, a lot of money to get into and um, never pursued it after, after my training classes. Did you try power power gliding? I do that as well. Yeah. So actually just got back. We did a trip to Saboba actually and took my motor there and got a quick flight in. It was a little thermic um, for my liking, but um, I do that on occasion when it's not flyable um, for a paraglider, but light wind or flat ground or sometimes we travel around to do it. So so of all the all the flying sports, which is your favorite? I think I'd have to say speed flying just because it's so minimal minimalistic and it's fast and fun. <laughs> so tell us about the most precarious situation you've been in in any of those. Okay. Probably when I was learning to paraglide in Hawaii. Um I accidentally got too close to the ridge and it was too high. The higher you go, the stronger the wind. And I got too close and noticed the ridge was going in front of me. I was like, that looks funny. It was like my 25th flight ever. And um, like called on the radio. I was like, uh, guys, I think I'm going backwards. <laughs> They're like, what? push speed bar, push speed bar. So I pushed on the bar and I was still going backwards. I'd gotten too, too far over the ridge and they're like, turn and burn, turn and burn. So I turned downwind, flew through all the rotor. It's like a washing machine. And um, finally turned back into the wind, which I was so ignorant at the time. And then I was still going backwards. So I ended up deep in the water. And luckily, a lifeguard saw me on a jet ski, and he came and picked me up. So, yeah, I got very, very lucky. Um, it was very minor, no issue, but it could have easily been deadly and super scary. So, that's probably, yeah. Um, Millie's on. Oh, hi, Millie. She's asking, how many wings have you flown in one day? Gosh, that's a good one. Uh... Okay, let's start with this. How many do you have? Oh gosh. Between the two of you. That's a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot. We have a, a, a wing wing dedicated in our house dedicated for just the wing, just the toys. <laughs> so we have a lot. You have a favorite? I have a spreadsheet with like all of them listed out. And um, I've probably flown eight wings in one day maybe do you have a favorite yeah my favorite would probably be i got to fly it this weekend at saboba um it's actually a custom paraglider or speed speed wing that was made it's a six four six point four meter um so it's a very very small speed wing um 
it's called a bonbon easy. <laughs> I like that because I can, I'm that most heavy loaded on it and I can fly pretty fast. So. All right. Travis is asking when you do fly paramotor, what frame and motor do you fly? Oh, that's a good one. I have a mini, mini plane top 80 and, uh, I have a 16 meter free ride, ozone free ride. Is that the pink now one? Now we have matching colors, yeah. <laughs> I have the flamingo colors. Yeah. <laughs> What's the highest you've flown? The highest I've flown, I don't, it's not actually that high. I think it would probably be in France. I got to seven or 8,000 feet, I think, but we launched from four or five thousand i can't really remember but um but i did fly off of nine thousand feet from a shoulder of mount shasta we hiked up and flew down that's cool i've been up on mount shasta that's pretty cool oh, yeah cool yeah yeah very cool yeah, it was really pretty yeah um have you done a cross country um, I did some cross country. Uh, we went, we made a trip to Columbia and we did some cross country flights there. Um, yeah, personal best. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I never really added it up. I think it was only like 27 K or something. I'm not, I don't, um, cross country is harder for me because I don't like to not know where I'm going. And I don't like to have to rely on somebody else to help me out for a ride or something like that. So, um, but Columbia is very e easily. We ha we actually had a friend who was our guide and took care of us and always made sure we had rides and stuff. So um, that was very helpful. Um, so that's probably my most XC flying there. So what countries have you all flown in? Uh, so Columbia, France. Italy, Switzerland, United States, <laughs> um, all over the West Coast. Um, Nothing on the East Coast or Midwest or anything? Um, when I was new, I flew a little bit. Uh, gosh, I don't even remember the site now. It was just like a launch and land. It was like in Georgia, I believe. And you said you've got somebody that offered a motor for you? Yeah, yeah. So I have a friend who motors in Indiana. And so he said when I come back home to visit that I could take him up. He has a top 80 as well. So I know I can hand, I can handle I'm only 105 pounds. So um, a lot of weight is a lot for me. So okay. yeah, top 80 is perfect. Yes, Kelby, the show is live. <laughs> We had one of the gentlemen. All right, I'm going to just say a quick hello, shout out to everybody that's in here. Aaron, I, Kelby, Linda Anderson, our newest paramotor tandem co-pilot, Mad Sloper, Daniel Williamson, thank you for joining, Travis DuPont, um, Millie, thanks for joining us, Daniel mm -hmm. Rausch, Karen Up, and Lift Paramotor. Nice. Travis DuPont, I think again, John Wayne, Montana, Henry, thank you for joining, Chris Gwynn, and Leah Katula. Leah's in there? Oh, awesome. Hey, Leah. Mm -hmm. And Randy, and 
I missed anybody. I'm sorry. Say hi. Clark's video. Hi, Steve. Thanks for joining. Henry. Henry. Yep. <laughs> All right. So if you guys got any further questions for Bonnie, put them in the chat and we can ask away as we're coming up with stuff. So I got a question. Do you use any apps on your phone when you go out, go out paragliding or speed? When I fly here at Muscle Rock, I don't. Um, I have to look it up and see what it is. I use paraglider dashboard, but um, I have a Skybeam Vario that if I were if I were doing thermal flying or, or wanting to track it, it would it does everything and it's really nice and small. And it's perfect. <laughs> Okay. Have you done any competitions? Been in any competitions? I haven't. Um, when I was new, like I said, I went to uh, Woodrat and I did a lot of volunteering there. I was helping with the safety committee and, and doing other things for volunteering. But um, so I watched a lot of the competitions and saw how it all went and everything. But I never really wanted to compete. I think it's an individual sport and um, just wasn't something I'm interested in, but um, I like watching it and watching my friends do it. And it's not, not my style really. Okay. Karen, you want to ask? What is your favorite tandem flight that you've done? Uh, um, all of the, all of my Flights with my family have been definitely hands down my favorite. Um, I love taking my family and sharing because I won't shut up about flying when I go home. It's all I talk about and I want them to experience it. My mom actually loves flying with me. She came out and visited me for a month last year and we tried to fly as often as we can, but we had a terrible, terrible month and we got to fly one time, I think one good, good flight. And uh, um, so I, she'd flown with me a year before, I guess, but so that's definitely on my top. My nephews um, are up there. And actually my cousin, second cousin was just in Switzerland or he was in Spain while I was in Switzerland. And he just happened to see, we had, saw our posts on Facebook and we messaged each other. I'm like, hey, come out to Switzerland, I'll fly you tandem. He's like, what, are you serious? And he actually like bought a ticket, bought a train ticket and came out and I got to fly with him in Lauterbrunnen, Switzerland. And it was so beautiful and so cool. So that was pretty special. Do you have uh, any family members that want to fly with you or want to fly, learn to fly? No, they're not interested in learning. Um, they, a lot of them like to fly with me, but um, they're all in India. Everyone's in Indiana. So it's harder for them there, I guess easily they could motor, but I just don't think it's on their radar with having family and kids and yeah. stuff like that. So, so, um, hang on. I had a start a message, Gary Simmons in here in the chat, just to change the subject for a second. He hosted that fly the fort is this weekend in Indiana. So oh. anybody in that area, check that mm -hmm. one out. That's and cool. let us know how it is. Um, all right. Any other questions? Um, what's your next purchase? 
Well, funny you should ask. Oh boy. <laughs> I just got it in the mail today, so that's why I snuck in a quick flight already, but the flare mustache wing. Um, it's nice. like, it's yeah, they call it a parakite. So it's like transitioning from kite surfing and kind of putting it together with paragliding and so I just hiked it up the our hill real quick and flew down before the show. So I got oh, to check nice. it out. It was super fun. <laughs> so that's it. Well, thank you for getting out of the sky and coming to hang out with oh, us. Yeah, it's okay. I'll <laughs> head back out when I'm when I'm done. As long as the sun's up, I'll be out there. Are you a member of any or in any uh, paragliding organizations? The PPA. No, <laughs> that's a joke. It's a Pacifica Paragliding Association, where it's just a group of friends that it's a joke. But um, um, I was part of the Hawaii Paragliding Association. I guess you could still consider me a member there because I visit as often as I can, but don't live there anymore. But yeah. What's the next big flying trip you're going to take? Uh, she, she knows. Um, <laughs> We just got tickets to Turkey. We're gonna go learn to acro in Turkey. Nice. So we're really stoked on that. It's gonna be end of September. Cool. But we have um, several or a couple paramotor trips planned in between then um, in Northern California. So Does Jared um, do paramotor also? Of course. Yeah, yeah. we do everything together. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to do some of this stuff without him because he helps me out so much and when I have trouble carrying it or starting it or whatever. So, uh, Who started first, you or him? I did. Yeah, okay. so I started in 2009. He started in 2013. And we met in – so after Hawaii, I moved to Seattle, and I met him at a flying spot there. And then we became friends for a year and a half before we started dating. Nice. So Travis um, wants to know, did you fall asleep suntanning? You look burnt. <laughs> I think it's the lighting in here. It was the sun is like beaming through the windows. But probably uh, I work outside too, so I'm outside a lot. And then Steve must have missed the beginning talking about how long you've been flying. Uh, 2009, so 13 years. Mm -hmm. she's, right. got some, she's got some good videos <laughs> yeah oh have you, so have I, you had any accidents at all yeah broken um, prop broken, prop, broken whatever yeah. uh, i haven't broken a prop i nicked it twice now but uh it's it's fixable so i'm not gonna count that <laughs> um accidents i had quite a few when i was learning um uh, I told you about the water incident. There was another water incident. <laughs> um, crashed into the side of the hill. I was trying to top land and I was too low, too deep and hit my ankles in. But uh, what else? Speed flying, I had one. Um, I did a turn that was way too low for the glider that I was on and I couldn't recover uh the turn so i like pounded in and uh had an airbag an airbag harness and 
it actually uh, exploded and shot me six feet in the air and saved my life. So I walked away. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, never, never hospital, never. I mean, that was the, the worst one. Um, that was on an eight meter. Um, but I, I crawled slash walked away from that and didn't have to go to the hospital or anything, but I ended up uh, hyperextending my Achilles tendon. So it was yeah. hurt pretty bad, but I was, walk I was skiing three days later. So. Millie wants to know if uh, you're taking any of the cats up in a harness or have you yet? I should. I, I, I'm scared. I'm, I should get one of those bubble backpacks and take them. No, I haven't yet. I've they taken my older little one dog. Your dogs, yeah. Yeah. A little front, like a front pack. Mm -hmm. And strap them in on my harness, too. And then she's got little earmuffs and little doggles. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's tend to latch on. Yeah. Cats, yeah, they'll she'll be clawing, clawing right at you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they wouldn't like it. They don't even like to be held, really. So they they like to climb on you and sit on your lap. But if you pick them up, they're like not having it. So so yeah, go ahead. Clark's PPG wants to know if you had training for your for your PPG. Oh, training to transition from paragliding to power paragliding. Yeah, actually, uh, my friend here um, taught me and. We did lessons and did a huge, um, I took like all these notes for pre-flights and I was so nervous to transition. Um, it's like having a motorcycle on your back, you know, like a motorcycle in the sky or rather. Um, but yeah, he was a PPG instructor and then he, uh, Mark Zinkel, he taught me how and now he does uh, tandem paragliding out here at my local spot. So. Have you noticed the difference in um, the technology of the equipment since you started? Oh yeah. What what is that? Difference? Oh yeah. Oh well, for one, like the size, I struggled learning, especially in Hawaii where it's windy. Um, the small paragliders back then were twenty four meters, and that's like you know full size, extra extra small, and now. On my everyday wing is uh, my full full size is a 16 meter um, puffin little club puffin. It's what I fly the most. Um, I love that wing, um, but I mean that's a huge difference, you know. And um, so size has gotten way smaller, but efficiency too. Aspect ratio has gone way up, and um, um, just the. I guess I said it already, but the efficiency of them and um, what you're able to do with them. Chris Gwynn is saying, nope, she never broke a prop, so you know she's not self-trained. <laughs> no, but she nicked it. <laughs> I actually nicked it, like, the other day. It was, like, later on, because like, I learned the PPG four years ago. Um but yeah, I never did at the beginning. I was so I'm so scared. Uh, just foot dragging, and um, actually, I was at Salton Sea, the first one. Um, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do my first foot drag," and it was just through like the sand and just that 
it barely nicked it. Like it's, it was still flyable. But then uh, I was landing at Saboba probably a month ago, and uh, I, I came in. I just actually tripped and like leaned back, and that like just nicked it. So I'm actually I'm on a wooden prop, so um, maybe that's a little easier not to break than the carbon. So yeah. What glider are you going to use in, for your acro in Turkey? Ah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I was going to tell you because um, Millie on your post, I got um, Air Design Vita. It's the version before the, what they make now is the Vivo. So it's like a super safe B glider um, and it's uh, 19 meters. Angela wants to know if you had any malfunctions. Malfunctions. Um, <laughs> I had a motor out once um, because I had just tried my friends. I went, I had a, um, a top 80, a fresh breeze top 80 before my mini plane. And I didn't like the, the shape of it. The, it was really hard to carry. It was awkward. It was heavy. And um, so then my friend let me try his mini plane top 80 and I was enjoying it so much. I was flying around, flying around, didn't even pay attention to the gas. I guess I'd flown over an hour and I ran out of gas. I went to go into land and I didn't like my approach. So I'm like, Oh, I'll do a go around. And I hit the throttle and all of a sudden nothing's happening. I was like, Oh no, what's happening. And like, and then so the motor went out and I ran out of gas. And so I like hopped, luckily I was able to hop up and over the power lines where I was. And there's a big, uh, we call it a wash. I was able to uh, land it down there it was nice and safe, but I was afraid I would hurt his prop. So I actually like fell forward when I landed and saved, saved the prop, but landed on my face. <laughs> It was pretty funny. They're like, what happened? What happened? I'm calling. They came to pick me up. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I turned around. I'm like, am I out of gas? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to check. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. So do you have any scary moments in the sports that you're in? Of course. Um, I would assume the water one. The water, yeah. This is definitely up there. Um, a, a couple other ones, I think it happened to me three times, which is three too many, was accidentally getting in the clouds. Um, so it happened to me in Hawaii, in Columbia, and then um, in Hood River, where I used to live um, and do speed flying there. So the clouds are not fun. Um, they're scary. You get whited out. And actually, when you you get in the cloud, it turns you and you don't know it. And you never really think about it. And also they're very lifty. So you're going higher and higher. Um, so luckily I had instruments two out of the three times, but uh, yeah, that's my scariest, I think. So clouds are cool, but not your friend and yeah. not fun. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're whiting out and can't see anything. You're flying blind and um Another one would be uh, launching speed wings or mini wings in thermic conditions at Saboba. That's probably my scariest flight. I was taking all kinds of collapses and um, trying to manage the wing and all the way down. And then there's no energy to flare. So you just kind of like slid in and kiss the ground at that point because 
um, it, there were dust devils flying right by us. And we thought it was late enough in the evening that the thermals had calmed down, but it unfortunately wasn't. We misjudged that. So both me and Jared, I was flying next to Jared, it happened to both of us. And like, what the hell are we doing? Why are we flying in these conditions? And we, in reality, we thought it was okay, but um, it just was bad timing, bad judgment on our part. Describe the most scenic place that you've flown. Most scenic? Uh, Hawaii is way up there. Maybe I'm biased because I learned there, but it's beautiful. And the plus side of that is it's very, very warm. So um, it's probably, I'm always cold when I fly. So I think I like that a lot because, I mean, that's a big plus, you know, and it's paradise. Uh, but also, like I mentioned before, Lauterburn and, um, and Muren in Switzerland, um, this is like big 4,000 foot cliffs or higher. Yeah, 4,000 and um, just huge valley and so pretty. Hmm. Would you recommend a fresh breeze? The fresh breeze? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the fresh breeze. I just, um, like I said, the shape of the, the uh, frame itself was hard for me on my size. Also, I'm, I mentioned I'm 105 pounds, but I'm also only five foot two, so um, it, it was harder for me to carry that frame. But the motor was great. It was heavy. So Millie's asking if there's any cool mar mar marine life viewings. Um, there, I saw a whale yesterday, um, but they have been few and far between. Um, what did I see? Um, a few weeks ago, I saw lots and lots of whales. We saw like four of them jumping at one time, which was really cool. Yeah, they, they've been very uh, sparse lately for some reason. I'm not sure if their food is missing or what's going on in our area. but um, So they're not. that close to shore? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, they can be, but you can also just see them from, um, you can see them from launch or um, see them out there. Sometimes they're a little ways out. But So is that um, the park you were talking about that you can just get up a little ways in the sky and you can see the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, oh. that's the one. Yeah, okay. that's Muscle Rock, what she's talking about. And um, yeah, we usually see seals, dolphins, um, like I said, the whales. Um, sometimes we see sharks. Kind of cool. <laughs> So we got to stop for a second because you said you're five foot two. Uh -huh. I found a lady that is actually shorter than me, Linda Anderson. <laughs> and Linda, she might be shorter than you, but mm, it might be a tie. <laughs> She's our paramom that um, okay. her, husband, or her son, Robert Michael has a show on Thursday nights and, um, he does paraglidingtalk.com, and I think he flies out of Torrey Park. Not, I think that's San Diego area. So yeah, that's where Millie is, yeah. Yeah, so that's her son, and we took her up on her first tandem flight. Um, Was that the picture that yeah. you showed me? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yep. Nice. So, yeah, we, we didn't believe that she was a little shorty, so... Oh, and Chris Gwynn is saying Kristen's 5'1". Oh, yeah. I guess I am taller than her, too. How tall are you? 
I'm five three. Five three. <laughs> no, you're taller than me too. I think I'm shrinking though. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Nice, Chris. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> yeah. So you you don't do acro? Not really. I do some wing overs and spirals, which isn't saying much, but um, I do that all day long, but I can definitely improve on that. And uh, yeah, I always wanted to do acro. I've done some acro tandems, which have been really, really fun. Probably my favorite tandem flights as a passenger, hands down. We're done four of them now, I think, four or five. And um, uh, I, I, ever since I wanted to fly, I've always wanted to do acro, but I'm, I want to take a, a safe, the safe route, obviously. And I'm just taking my time getting there, so. It's hard to learn in the U.S. because we don't have altitude over water, except for towing. And it's just, Do you fly with a reserve? Yeah, definitely. We'll have two of them when we do our training. Do you Have you ever made any of your um, passengers get sick? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. On you? Yeah. Oh, oh God. It's not fun, <laughs> especially when it like shot into my sunglasses and I can smell it. And like, oh, oh. it's gonna be like stand stand by me when they all when they all start vomiting because they smell it. Uh, Luckily, I held it together. Blueberry pie. Yeah. Bertolini, yeah. <laughs> she does tandem, so you're gonna have to go uh, hang out with Bonnie for a. Tandem ride, an acro tandem ride. <laughs> so, uh, Millie's asking, what is a place on your flying bucket list? Good question. Um, I've always wanted to go to Ikike. I haven't made it there yet. Where's that? In uh, Chile. It's like huge sand dunes, and then you can um, thermal and fly over the city, and or you can do acro and do free free refills is what we like to call them when you can bench up and fly down and bench back up again and so that'd be really fun dune de pila i've never been there in france and more sand dunes um norway i think is definitely on my list just because it's big and beautiful okay wow. how, how long is the is the um training in uh, turkey the training um we're going to do a week-long course week -long. yeah so is it an SIV or is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a friend here. Who's that? That's Bubbles. <laughs> is that the one that walked past before? Yeah. Like you're in my way. <laughs> She's never cuddly with me, but Jared said, all you have to do is get on a video call and she'll hop on your lap. So he does to her every day when he does his, when he's working from home. That's pretty funny. All right. I've got some pictures, I believe I can maybe share. This looks like a really cool wing. <laughs> it looks familiar. <laughs> I can't believe we have the exact same colors. I know. <laughs> That's cool. And you you custom picked those, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So this was in the intro. <laughs> oh. Is it playing? Maybe not. That's not right. I guess it doesn't want to. 
<laughs> I guess I was mistaken. That wasn't the year we got a chapter of the year or whatever it was called. Oh. I think they just put that in there. I don't know why they chose it. Oh, tell us about these wings that I asked about. Oh, this little cloud? Yeah. That's a little cloud puffin. That's the one I fly all the time. I love that glider. I put a hundred hours on it in one year. Um, and I flew it all over. I the, launched it the m most places. It launches so easy, you don't have to use your hands. Um, but uh, yeah, I thermaled it on Big Island, Hawaii, and um, crossed the bay. And, and uh, that's the 6.4 meter, the Bon Bon Easy. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's the Boba where we always go and where we like to speed fly. And these are the fast landings I like to do. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, hang gliding. That's uh, my first flight on the coast. Um, it's part of my training. That was my instructor helping me. Yeah. And you said you're at what, 40 flights? Yeah. Okay. I think that's the same. That's a pretty picture. Yeah, it's a cool one. Where's that? So that's Muscle Rock. That's the south, um, the south part of Muscle Rock, um, overlooking Pacifica Pier. So which and one's you? Um, the red one. Red one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me and my mom. Oh. See, mom, you can do this too. <laughs> I'm going to get My a text. Mom loves it. Is this you here? On yeah, Jared, on top of Jared. That's my six six meter wing. I'm, it must be really windy to be able to jump up that high and it's probably 30 miles an hour. Wow. We, we're just playing around, just kiting it and stuff. So funny. Yeah, I'm on the six or seven, and he's on the nine meter. So you're in the red one, and he's in yeah. the purple. Yeah. You can see the difference in size. That's cool. Uh, I wanted to include that one because that's, I, I like to see the vintage of the old gliders. That's a Soul Primus 3, was the name of that glider. That was in probably, I don't know, 2012 or something. It was in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, wow. See how, see how uh, well, that was an A glider as well. So you can tell it's like a student glider. That's so, 24 meters, I think. That's what? I think that was 24 meters, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. But that was the smallest they made back then. So that bluish green, that's what the colors are up in Lake Michigan and mm -hmm. Porch Lake. Oh, and cool. then they just gradually get darker. It's oh, wow. beautiful. Yeah, that's what I love about Hawaii, too. I mean, it's indescribable beauty, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think of that in Michigan. Yeah, true. Yeah, right. That's cool. It that looks like Hawaii, huh? Yeah, so that's my very first glider. That's an Adele Sabre from 1998. Wow. It's a really old glider. <laughs> it's probably one of my first flights there. That's me and Jared, and I'm holding up the number five because that was my 500th tandem flight. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> We're like 500. <laughs> uh, we like to fly in costumes on Halloween. <laughs> I think I'm losing you guys. Did I lose you? Are you still no. there? But okay. There. I like those wings. They're fun. Yeah, they're pretty too. That's you and Jared there. Yeah, exactly. Bright colors. Yeah, they're so bright. Oh, that's uh, I, like I was going to say, my favorite uh, Halloween costume was Amelia Earhart. That was <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> that's that's that launch I was telling you I couldn't remember. I think it was in Georgia on the border of Tennessee and Georgia or something. Oh, okay. That was in 2009, way back then. <laughs> Now, who's this That's little guy? Nephew. That's my nephew, Adrian. He's flown with me a few times now. This is Does he want to fly himself? I don't know. Oh, that's his brother, Grayson. <laughs> Tiny little guy. He's four years old. He probably doesn't even need to run. No, he stays in the air. Did he like it? He did. He's like, I want to do it again. <laughs> that was actually his second flight. Oh wow, that's cool. that was that was one of my favorite flights. Um, that's in Hawaii when I visited last year, and I was on the 16 meter puffin, and I got up high enough, nobody, to cross the bay and fly over to Kualoa Ranch, which is where I worked as a tour guide while I was there. So that's the ranch there, and that's basically they call it Jurassic Valley. It's where Jurassic Park was filmed. Oh, wow. And then I got to cross over that valley and then land in, in the beach park right in front of the park. Nice. So that was special because it was where I used to live and work. So, And, and it's just the most beautiful place ever. That's a cool one. It's coming in the, to top land. So that's the one thing I like about this spot where I fly all the time is you can launch and land whenever you want, wherever you want. And we like to just um, take off and land um, and, you know, take a break, cool down. I mean, look, I'm wearing a winter jacket and ski pants and long underwear. And I get cold pretty quickly. So I land and warm up and go back out again. So I'll fly like eight or 10 times in one day. So. Okay, buggy. <laughs> My blind was mad and not getting attention. The blind one just fell off the table. Oh. Poor guy. Guess they don't always land on their feet. Oh, God. This is an amazing picture. That's oh, yeah. Shiggy, Shiggy is our buddy. He's, he's out there every day with me, and he takes amazing photos. It was a nice sunset last year, I think. Wow. <laughs> it was in Hawaii years ago, 2010 or 12. 
That's that was 2012, I guess. So that, that was in the picture in the magazine. That's a good picture. <laughs> I love lighthouses. Great, so yeah. it's a cool picture for me because I don't know. I'm weird about lighthouses. I, I like them a lot. So yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody got any other questions? Otherwise, I'm going to ask. Um, are you on social media, Bonnie? Uh, yeah. Um, my real name is Bonita. So I'm Bonita Hobson on Facebook. And I earned the name Bonkers when I was living in Hawaii. So it was a little crazy when I was learning. Um, so it's Bonkers, B-O-N-K-E-R-Z-1-0 on, on Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. Put a lot of videos out on there. Or do you go live or what do you um, do? I haven't really been live, but uh, um, I put lots of pictures and videos on Instagram. Uh, you, my YouTube has a lot of it. Pretty much all the videos I post, I put them on YouTube as well. Okay. <laughs> um, are you on TikTok or? Uh, not really, no. Really? No. Okay. All right. Karen, are you on any social media that we can check your flights out at? Uh, ms.karen, no, ms. I don't even know. <laughs> ms.close on TikTok. Um. Just Karen Close on on Facebook. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. And Deweese, have you put any new videos out and where? Um, yeah, I put a new video out last week for uh, Bad Apples on uh, YouTube, Deweese Milstead. And I also have Facebook under Deweese Milstead. And what else? I've got TikTok, TikTok for, it's under uh, Wheezy RN. Okay. And also, I want to tell the oh. chatters about the poll. Um, yeah. You want to tell them or you want me to? No, you can. Um, we just want to do a poll. Um, we want to ask our chatters um, what kind of content they want us to start um, talking about. We're going to kind of add a little new um we're going to start adding a little new content in. We want to find out about um, what kind of subjects you guys want us to start talking about. Um, we want to know if you want to talk about like um, safety or equipment or um, types of um, paramotors or pre-checklists or what do you want to talk about? If you yes. type it, in, if you type it into the um, chat, we're going to write it down and go from there. So we're looking to kind of change the format on maybe the nights that we don't have um, any guests. And we're actually willing to let have guys come on the show. And if you get some topic that you're interested in sharing, um, if you, you've got um, types of wings, types wings of that you, yeah. yep, yep. Like I was going to reach out to Fabrizio and see if I could maybe get a hold of him again, but that would probably have to be a recorded one um, from Bitterazzi. Um, mm -hmm. Seeing the night that we tried having him on, it was very loud down at Bad Apples. I would, he was would have been a nice one to have on. <laughs> Paramotor so, rituals. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, talking about maybe types of motors or think specialties about different motors, you know. Yep. 
So, and also I want to say happy birthday to Bill H. And yep. also, um, Walter is finally in our chat, girls. Walter is back. Walter. From, from down under. Walter. And JP Tulo is in here as well. Yep, I see JP. He says, wings, what type of wings? Paramotor rituals, like every time you fly, you get tacos after yeah. that or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Steve Clark just said, keep the show going. That's all I ask. Well, that's what we're trying to do. It's just getting harder to um, find women. Um, Willing to come on. What? Women that are willing to come on. Yeah, willing to come on. Um, some are too camera shy. And I, I get subjects. that. Yeah, so things that people want to talk about. Yeah, so it might be just name, girls just want to fly, but we're willing to have everybody and anybody on. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Um, it's all about flying. Mm -hmm. Yep. We want to keep it one big happy family if we can. So, um, anything else uh, that anybody's got any questions for Bonnie? Otherwise, Bonnie, you've been an awesome guest. Thank you for taking time away from flying tonight. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll just give a birthday shout out to my nep my nephew Nathaniel too. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, buddy! <laughs> so, and I think she's willing to stick around for maybe like two yeah, minutes yeah. to to hang out. And if you guys got any other questions, um, let me quickly hear Eric is starting a bonfire quick. Um, let me just put the, the code the in the chat, the link in the chat. And you guys, if we can get a couple people on more the more the merrier and, um, say oh, hi to Bonnie. Give us a thumbs up. Yep. Thumbs up that bell and tell others to join in. Also, don't forget July 8th, 9th, and 10th, Wisconsin. Be there for a Northern Lights paramotor fly-in. Is it Walter's birthday? It's Walter's birthday? Oh. Today, you said. Oh, well, happy birthday, Walter. Happy He's birthday. A He's a day ahead of us, remember? Oh. Happy birthday, Walter. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you want to join, the, the code is in the chat. Stop in. Otherwise, see you next week, and it will be probably a recorded one, um, and Deweese will be probably doing most of the stuff on that one. Have a good night, everybody. We're caught in the